Warning, the following is entirely satirical and should not be taken as truth or fact. Styles Rebel Radio and the Rebel Podcast do not own any copyrighted material that may be included in this broadcast. Viewer discretion is advised. Oh, someone <laughs> fucking died from inhaling porta potty fumes? No, I never want to go in one of those. Cool, what's the next one? Suspend the show right now! Welcome to the Rebel Podcast. You make the rules, and we will break them. I infested my calendar with porn. This is sadistic. I need to clarify what I meant by 9-11 is awesome. Somebody put something in the desert. And I just hear my mom mumbling big balls under her breath. Ah, grandma's nut. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Rebel Radio Show live, uncut, and uncensored on CBW Radio. I'm your host, Radio's Rebel DJ Style, the longest reigning and defending WSRR champion, that is. To my left today is Jules. Hello. Back in the Marley house, running all the boards and putting all this shit together is Omar. And of Buddy course, Edison. Yeah, that's the one. And the Shagster. <laughs> oh, I don't want to... I, I don't want to start this out because it, it always comes back to DoorDash somehow. And they suck. But you use them. Yeah. It's convenient. You, I don't have to leave my house. God forbid I drive two minutes down the street and buy a sandwich for $7 and I can have a DoorDash for 93 I mean, it's still more convenient. If they get there on time, they never fucking get there fast enough. The last, like, six times I've used DoorDash... They've, like, extended the, the window of the delivery by, like, half an hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, every time I go to work, I, li- I don't like to eat there, so I always try to DoorDash. And they always extend it to, like, two hours past the time that it was supposed to yeah, be Yeah, so there. at that point, what the fuck's the point of using DoorDash, right? And now yeah. it's going to take even longer, because apparently you can walk. So, I, I looked this up, um... You can use scooters, motorcycles, and you can, like, walk and use a bicycle, but only in permitted areas. So, like, New York, you can walk. So, like, but it it goes by what? Like, city? Like, city laws, I guess. Hmm. I don't like that at all. Yeah. Imagine fucking door dashing, like, subway or something, and says, uh, because it never tells you beforehand. It's not like you know who the fuck's getting it. So, like, your order gets picked up. And then all of a sudden, no, it's some dude's walking, so it'll be there in three hours. The fuck? The worst part about it is sometimes it'll get accepted, and then you realize your dasher is all the way on the other side of, like, town, and you're like, I could have gotten this. And oh, yeah, no, that's... That, like two seconds. I'm, I'm I probably the last three times, again, that I've ordered DoorDash, it's been, okay, it should be about 20 minutes, cool, order my food. The, the restaurant's always like, yeah, we've confirmed your order, and then an hour later... It's like, oh, by the way, this is your dasher. They're five miles away. They haven't even been to the store yet. I'm like, I have waited like triple the fucking time you told me it would take to get this. If I wasn't so goddamn lazy, I'd go get it myself. <laughs> I feel like it takes more time to assign a dasher to your order than to get your food. That's why I don't tip the door dashers unless like I, I do it in person afterwards. And I feel like that should be the norm. Like, fucking pizza guys. Yeah. You don't fucking tip the pizza guy beforehand. You tip him after you get the pizza, based on how his service was. So is it going to be like, DoorDash guys got 30 seconds? Nobody's going to get that reference, but I do. And that <laughs> reference is quickly dying. Faster and faster every day, and I'm upset. I saw someone use it the other day. Really? Someone There was a fucking Spider-Man meme about pizza time. 
And someone in the comments uh, said, Pizza Dude's got 30 seconds, and I lost my shit, because that's the only time I've ever heard anyone else say that. Shout out if you get where that fucking reference is from, by the way. Also, shout out to Mitt, who's joining us here. Say something, Mitt. Well, you know me. I love to laugh. Ha, 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 ha. I got an email here. Hold on just a second. Let me take a look here. All right, good talk. Uh, Yeah, no, Pizza Dude's got 30 seconds is probably my favorite quote of all time. But no, I don't fucking agree with tipping in general because America is the only fucking nation that does that and it's stupid. Just pay people a normal wage. Yeah. I just realized the other day that uh, Swenson's, they're outside like runners. Yeah. They make server wages. Nobody knows what Swenson's is outside of Ohio, by the way. Really? Pretty Swenson's sure. Swenson's is like a Sonic, kind of. The hedgehog. It's blue. <laughs> no. Like Swenson's, if Collects you're not rings. from Ohio, um, or like... More northern Ohio, because I didn't know about it when I was growing up. But Swenson's is like a Sonic, but no um, buttons or menus. You just There's menus? No. Like, the fuck you mean there's no menus? You don't just show up and say, yeah, I want a burger. That's what I did the other day, but anyway. You could. I mean, fucking, you could do that anywhere, though. <laughs> and you just park and you turn on your lights when you want somebody to come to you. It's lights for service. Lights for service? Uh-huh. That's how I operate 24-7. Lights for service. Regardless of what I'm doing, it's always lights for service. DoorDash is going to be fucking lights for service. I, do, I, can't, I, I can't wrap my head around it. Fucking public transportation and bikes and walking. I don't know. At least like, okay, if you live in a city, a bike makes sense. Because, like, if you're in New York or some shit, and it's like, yeah, yeah a lot of people don't even own cars because it's just public transportation or biking or walking. But, like, it is just kind of based on the city, and the city's like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. You know, so many cities aren't going to give a fuck about DoorDash law. Yeah. They're going to be like, you want to walk? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, I just don't understand, like, if you had the choice to DoorDash by walking, why not just buy a bike, at least? Yeah, DoorDash to get the money to buy a bike. Well, you can walk for a couple of them. Just <laughs> don't accept the really long ones. I just... No, there, there should be a fucking rule about... I don't know, because then, then it's like, well, what the fuck do you want? You're being lazy. You're choosing this. You could just go leave the house and get it. So you can't really fucking complain. That's always the issue. <laughs> like, you just kind of feel like a pompous prick for complaining about DoorDash. Cause it's like, well, you could have just fucking gone there. It's not that hard. Just yeah. be a normal human being and leave the house. But no... I don't want to. I had a conversation the other day with my cousin because he fucking, he was telling me about how the DoorDash dude gave him a fist bump. And I'm like, you're making contact with these people? It has nothing to do with fucking COVID. I just don't make contact with DoorDash people unless I'm going out to give them a tip or something. Because, like, I don't, I don't want to fucking speak to you. I'm, I'm getting this delivered to my house because I don't want to talk to people. So, let me ask you this question. When they pull up in your driveway, do you want to go outside and get it and, like... No. Or do you wait? No, no I wait until the... Because they'd have to do the fucking picture thing now, right? So I, I will be in the living room. All of the windows open. They can clearly see me sitting there being a lazy ass watching TV. They will pull in, do the text like, hey, your dasher's arrived. Walk up my driveway. See me. Drop off the food. Take a picture of it and leave before I go out and get that food. Unless I'm like, oh shit, they got here fast. I'm going to go give them a tip. That is the only time I make contact with them. And it's got nothing to do with anything other than the fact that I'm ordering this because I don't want social interaction. <laughs> That's where I'm at in life at this point. When we used, when I used to stay at your house in Parma, um, I would always go out there just to make sure they didn't deliver it to the wrong house. I don't care, because at that point, 
you can you can turn around and be like, well, fuck you, I didn't get my food, and then go get the food from next door, and then get a refund. You're the worst person. Oh, I know I'm the worst person. I didn't claim to be a good person. But if I'm being lazy, I'm at least going to be lazy and smart. I just like to go out there and make sure they don't... Uh, I want to get it right the first time. I don't want to have to deal with... If something's fucked up, they're not going to do anything about it. Yeah. Like, if if your order's missing something and you're like, hey, you guys forgot my fucking fries, he's not going to go back and get them. He'll say, all right, call DoorDash and leave. What do you, what do you want him to do? He's not going to go back there. I don't know. I don't like dealing with DoorDash tech support or whatever. DoorDash the, tech support? Whatever it is. Your, their Customer support, support? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like dealing with them. They never know what they're talking about. So I get chicken from this one place since... We've always got to have a fucking DoorDash rant. It's never, there's never just a good experience with DoorDash. Never once have I just had a, like a great experience where it's like, cool, my food got here quick and it's, it's good and everything's correct. Not one time has that happened, but why do I still use the fucking app? Right? Um, I got, there's this chicken place. I really like their fucking chicken. Problem is they don't have any good sauce at all. It's all terrible. But on DoorDash, you cannot complete the order of, unless you put a sauce in it. And it comes in a cup. It's a whatever, like. It's not on the fucking chicken, so I just take it out and throw it away and use whatever sauce I want, right? I fucking ordered, for, like, this is probably like the ninth or tenth time I've ordered from this place. And I've always done the same thing, but I order it, got barbecue, I'll just throw the barbecue out when it gets here. The DoorDash dude fucking shows up my house, and of course I'm being an antisocial fuck sitting in the living room, shows up my house, and just throws my fucking order on the step and leaves. So I go out there and there's fucking sauce all over all of my food. And I'm like, I can't even eat this now because this is gross. Because their sauce is that bad. He really just tossed it. Well, he, I'm, I didn't like throw it. He just dropped it on the fucking step. He didn't set it down or anything. That's the worst part about delivering any or like any delivery service. Like you could never really trust them. They're just gonna like toss it or break it or whatever. Pizza dude's got thirty seconds. I now now I got fucking TMNT on my mind about the fucking pizza dude. Do <laughs> pizza places still deliver? Yeah. I feel like delivery's not really a thing anymore because of DoorDash. No. Um every time I order Marcos. But you know what? My pizza place never goes like, yeah, I'll be two hours because my dude's walking. Yeah. So at least that's a fucking thing, right? Well, I think the best part about like actual places delivering for themselves is like you know when they're leaving. They're not going to stop for another order. And they will be at your house in like 20 to 15, 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah, but like there's if you have a limited number of drivers, it sucks. Yeah. Because then you're just like, all right, either take all these pizzas at once and go make all the stops. Or you got to fucking wait an hour for this guy to come back. Because we got one delivery guy. Or they just don't have a delivery guy and you have to go get it anyway. Honestly, that's probably the fucking smartest. Just cook at home. Yeah. You could not just not be fucking lazy and just cook at home. It's that it's that simple. But I won't do it. I won't. I I'm going to be lazy forever. I'm going to order DoorDash and get it wrong hundreds of times and I'm going to be mad hundreds of times and the cycle's going to keep going. That's how it is. That's just how it is. To be realistic, that's just how it is. I'm going to keep getting mad about DoorDash, and every couple months we'll have a fucking segment on an episode where it's going to be me bitching about DoorDash, because I'm sure this is like the ninth or tenth time we've done it. I can't wait for you to get a DoorDash walker, and I want to hear the experience. Oh, I will not. 
If I get a fucking notification on my phone that's like, your dashers picked up the order, it'll be 45 minutes. He's walking from this, because it shows you the fucking car and shit. So I'm like, if someone's walking, I'm canceling that order and getting my money back. Absolutely not. Absolutely fucking not. Give me my money back, and now, and I will go drive and get it, and I will pass that motherfucker walking with the order I've canceled. (laughs) No. Even if they're on a scooter probably gonna do the same thing what about like a moped type like a vespa yeah i have to see how many cc it is depends <laughs> how many minutes it takes yeah you can't like can you on a motorcycle i mean if you can on a scooter why not a motorcycle right have you ever seen a doordash dude on a motorcycle no exactly but you can it would get cold yeah it gets cold in the bag in a car I, I take it back. No scooter. Same thing with walking. It's going to get fucking cold. Yeah, there's no point in having Kramer! <laughs> well, I guess that makes sense, because in the, uh, the, the commercial where um, they have the Cookie Monster ordering food from DoorDash, the, all the Dashers were, like, walking what? or on a bike. What? There's a DoorDash commercial on, like, Hulu where... Uh, the Cookie Monster, DoorDash's cookies, and a bunch of stuff. I don't think I've ever seen a DoorDash commercial. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I don't know, but if I was fucking Uber Eats or Grubhub or some shit, I'd capitalize on this. I'd be like, hey, we don't have people fucking walking to deliver your food. Yeah, it was a Grubhub commercial with Cookie Monster. Get your shit together. DoorDash. So Grubhub walks too then? I guess. Fuck Grubhub. <laughs> I know they're the ones that kind of started all this anyway, but fuck Grubhub. Grub? Nobody uses Grubhub. Yeah, because is, any, is there anything on it? Yeah, there's like everything. I used to fucking, because I only used to ever use it at work, I would just kind of switch between them. I'd keep downloading all the different services, because you get like 10% off when you sign up with all of them or whatever. So like one week it would be DoorDash, Grubhub, Postmates, Uber Eats. I never, I will never use Uber. Why? Because when I signed in to make up, like when I signed up... To, like, make an account. You take it one word at a time. Shut up. <laughs> when I signed up to make an account, they logged me into another Julie's account with her. That I don't, it was weird. It had my address, I but her. so much food. Her, uh, like, credit card information. I would have ordered so much food. And then after, no. we had, like, the same gmail it was weird i would have ordered so much fucking food i didn't want to be was that it her person. address on it no it was my address what yeah how how I, does that even work i don't know i would have ordered so much food it's just like the fucking would you keep the billion dollars yeah i'd order fucking 16 whoppers when we come back you're listening to the rebel podcast now in braille CBWProductionCompany.com, your place for everything CBW. Updates for Strictly Stretch and Time, Mike's and Men, Cito's Cornhole Corner, and Off the Record. CBWProductionCompany.com. The following is an unpaid public service announcement from the Styles Rebel Radio Health and Hygiene Committee. Hey, uh, just next time you gotta, <laughs> next time you have some trash with you, next time you just hang, you just have. Anytime you have a piece of, anytime you're done using something and you have a trash and you have, and then it's trash, don't, do not 
litter it and throw it and throw it in the garbage can instead. Okay. Hey Google, play the Rebel Podcast on Spotify. Playing the Rebel Podcast on Spotify. Welcome back to the Rebel Radio Show live on Cotton on Fucking Censored or powered by Ray's Energy. Head on over to repsports.com right now. Use the code CBWSENTME at checkout. You'll receive 15% off your entire purchase. I am Radio's Rebel DJ style, Le Champion of WSRR. To my left, Jules. Hello. And our special guest, Rit Momney, is uh, on the couch with us here today. Super shiny, Rit Momney. I hope you're doing well, Rit. Uh, who needs all that when you've got Uber? Um, let's talk about the FBI since Rip Momney's here. Maybe you can give us some insight on this. I mean, you weren't president, but you know, you tried. Okay. Well, wish me luck. <laughs> Good enough, right? Yeah, you bet. All right. By Olympic standards, you, you know, I mean, maybe you could have got if they, you know, separated the judging. Maybe I don't know. We'll get into that later. Let's talk about the FBI. Uh, there's a jetpack guy. The IRL Iron Man, the elusive possible flying man. Have you heard about this? Uh, a little bit. So there, there's an FBI report of the jetpack guy who may have been spotted in California uh, over the weekend. And this isn't the first time that he's been spotted, which is fucking wild. And it's also weird that's the first time I'm hearing about it. Uh, but a commercial pilot radioed in a possible sighting at when, on Wednesday at 6.12 p.m., about 15 miles east of the LAX airport at an elevation of 5,000 feet, just for reference. 5,000 feet is a pretty fucking high way up. High way, uh, high way to hell. Uh, but the fucking, the, the radio, he's, I don't know how to fucking word that. The radio transmission, it's not transmission, it's fucking. Anyway, what the, he said, <laughs> use caution, the jetpack guy is back. That, that is the quote from the pilot of this fucking plane. The, the pilot controller replied and said, did you see a UFO? Which no. <laughs> also, like, we're just going to gloss over that question. It's just, I mean, it's it's canon IRL. It's, <laughs> it is a fact that the FBI has released all these documents on UFOs and no one gave a shit. Like, we, there's things we've been clamoring about for several decades now. And we talked about it weeks ago. Like, the fucking FBI just released all these files and everyone's like, yep. And that was it. That was it. We, as a society, we have grown past the fucking curiosity for extraterrestrial life and unidentified flying objects. But he said, did you see a UFO? And then his response was, we're looking, but we did not see Iron Man. <laughs> so, like, it's not... A, and they're fucking sitting here joking about it. But the, So, apparently, they saw this dude, uh, a man shape, just flying along this fucking plane. And then two different companies spotted him. So, I'm confused. So he said jetpack guy is back. Yeah. So was he the original pilot that spotted him the first time? I don't know if it's if it's the original pilot or if just like it's a thing that's going around amongst pilots. pilots. They're talking about the jetpack guy. Is it a inside joke for pilots at Maybe, this point? I, dude, I hope it's just an inside joke. <laughs> I don't know. I, I always like listening to the, you ever listen to the transmissions from planes? Yeah, sometimes. Like the conversations between the controller and them. Uh, there's a, there's a conspiracy theory, and I guess this is kind of a conspiracy theory, right? There's a conspiracy theory about, um, some of the planes that got lost in the Bermuda Triangle. 
the 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 I don't remember what fucking airline it was. It was a really famous airline that got lost, um, and it apparently crashed for no reason. But it's terrifying. I wouldn't suggest doing this if you're easily frightened. But there's uh, the relays back and forth between the pilot and the controller, like as this plane's going down, and this dude has no idea why it's going down, and then it just like cuts to blank, and you can hear people freaking out. Terrifying stuff. Not what we we're talking about. So you know, if you got a <laughs> A twisted, uh, a morbid sense of curiosity, you can check that out. But if, if you're not uh, one to handle the spooks very well, uh, I wouldn't. Check out, if you don't handle the spooks, check out uh, the jetpack guy. Yeah, check out the jetpack guy. I don't know, this might spook some people. I don't think so. But he's, he's popped up several times, so the, the, let's see, the most recent one. Sorry, second most recent one. The most recent one was 5,000 feet. This one's 3,000 feet was the time before that the guy saw him. He's getting better. He's getting better. He's, he's working on his jetpack. But like... So he's like straight up an Elon Musk of jetpacks? I that, really that hope... What he's yeah, doing? I guess. I don't know. I really hope... Octo- in October, someone reported him at 6,000 feet. He's been sighted three times. 3,000 feet, 6,000 feet, and 5,000 feet. Huh. So he peaked at six thousand, and now he's he's at the five thousand level. We gotta find a good mean. Mean. I wonder if he got woozy at six thousand, so he just went down to five. I just how <laughs> the fuck do you get? Because like, if it's a jetpacks exist, but like, I don't think to this extent you at know, this point in time. We don't just have people flying yeah. around at six thousand feet. Yeah. Like, also, like, you gotta have some kind of breathing apparatus that high up as well. Yeah. So like, clearly this dude's putting some fucking work into it, and like. People are saying because uh, some college was doing a study on it after it was reported for the second time, and they said, "Well, we don't know it was a guy because the video." There's only one video of the last time this happened, um, and it's, it's it's very far away. It's blurry, and it's just it looks like a person standing up, but it's just like a black shadow object. It's like, well, it could be a drone or it could be a bird carrying something. Eh, I, I, I want to believe it's a jetpack. I want to believe. <laughs> How often do we say that on the show? Way too fucking much. Um, but yeah, like, I, how do you just not fucking... Kn- Three times, too. Three times this has gone past, like, because you have to get approved to fly a drone yeah. in airspace. Because it says, if it is the jetpack guy, then it remains to be seen whether it is a legal flight test. Yeah, because you can't just fly things. Like, past a certain altitude, you have to fucking get clearance yeah. to fly things, because you could be in a fly pattern and, and kill people. Jetpacks, like, they do exist, but not to that extent. But there's, this says that there's a manufacturer near Los Angeles, and that's where he was. So maybe he's, like, buying little upgrades and doing it himself in Buying little upgrades? Is it, like, fucking a Flash game where he's yeah. upgrading his goddamn jetpack in the menu? Yeah. I, j- <laughs> I mean, something has to... It, it, it's... What, what was that game? Jetpack Joyride or whatever? Yeah, that's the one. That's Sling, this guy. Sling Pilot Academy are the ones that are trying to debunk this, by the way. Um saying that it could be a drone or it could be a uh, uh, bird. I just, three times in a row, though. Like you, eh. they, they don't want us to know that it's a real guy. In how long were the, the UFO documents held? 45 years or something like yeah. that? 50 years? So like in 45 to 50 years, we're going to get the release on the jetpack guy. Oh, this is the wait. this is the next no more UFOs. Uf, UFH, unidentified flying human. Yes. <laughs> unidentified flying guy. There's, flying guy. I, I, we did not see Iron Man. Because, like, so clearly this is a thing. Like, clearly they're talking about this. If They've got all these names for him, right? Yeah. How has nobody figured this out? 
How has nobody come forward saying, hey, I'm I'm Jetpack Guy? Well, how does he just disappear? So, like, a plane flies by and sees him and goes, was that a fucking person? And radios in. I think there's a person up here. Right? Yeah. First time, they're like, all right, what the fuck's going on? What are you smoking? You shouldn't be operating a vehicle right now. <laughs> Second time, yeah, we got this fucking dude up here. It looks like he's on a jetpack. How is nobody, like, going, okay, where are you at in the sky? We're going to find this dude and go fucking talk to him and find out who the hell this is. I feel Three like- times this dude has launched himself. The, the, the fucking second time, two different airlines saw him do it. So how is he not... How yeah, do we how have is- nothing on him? How hasn't he gotten caught? We have literally no information other than he has a couple different flights and a couple different feet. He's Maybe being- this is Jeff Bezos. He's being, like... I think he's being very careless if it is a guy, because... One, you should probably get that cleared with any airline or whatever, because you're going to get hit by a plane. The thing is, afraid they're going to take his jetpack. Probably, yeah. it's probably mostly illegal stuff. Like, if you can get to six thousand feet on a jetpack, there's got to be something illegal on there, right? Yeah. Like what? I don't know. Some kind of illegal manufactured bullshit. It really bothers me. We only have the one still shot. Uh, of this guy, because it's literally just very far away, high altitude, so it's all misty, and you can see like mountaintops, and then one little black figure that's all shadowy. It looks like he has really big boots on. And he's got to have something, because it can't just be. I, how do jetpacks work? How are jetpacks real? I don't know. I hardly understand how my car works. <laughs> this dude's out here building fucking just common jetpacks to just fly around in day to day life. I'd like to believe that this man just shows up to work wearing this thing, cruising down the streets of fucking California. I'd like to believe that he's just a regular guy and nobody knows he does this. There are people, like the controllers of the towers, there are people that make sure these these areas are clear for takeoff. Yeah. And clear during the trip. You're telling me none of these people followed this man as he flew through the sky. At 6,000 feet. Well, all of their training and everything has been, like, make sure it's clear of, like, weather conditions and other planes. Like, nobody... And geese. Yeah, birds and shit. How do you move... By the way, how do you move geese? You go around them. I've seen um, videos and stuff of, like, birds going and hitting planes. It's disgusting. Yeah, and then they get in the fucking engine and blow them up. Well, there's also, um, there, w- there was this picture I saw one time of, like, this bird that went through the window of the airplane and it was, like, blood all through the, the cockpit and, like, it was disgusting. Like, the bird blew up <laughs> when it hit the plane. I am okay if a bird blows up as long as the goddamn plane doesn't blow up. I think one is significantly more impactful than the other. Well, it's different. You can wipe off a bird. No, if the bird goes through the windshield of the plane. Yeah, what's the course of action there? Just land gets, Just die and get sucked out of the plane. You, you can't just land and be okay. You have to literally just have to figure it out. We land. literally just have to go to break. In high school, the, uh, uh, my friends called me bird legs. CBW Radio Live, uncut, uncensored. From the city that never sleeps, and the people who never eat, this is Noir Dash. 
The night was young for most. 1.25 a.m. I was coming home from a body UFC night. I lost a couple bets. Feeling a little bit tipsy, I decided to make the drive home. As I was driving through the half-industrialized town with gas stations at almost every corner, I get a notification on my phone. Sam's order, Taco Bell, five crunch wraps and a large Baja Blast. I plug the address into my phone and forget about my drive home. I retrieve the order from the mass worker and drive for what it feels like 20 minutes. I text the person that I'm close and they give me specific directions on where to go. Look for the house with the red Silverado parked in the driveway, they say. Good direction, Sam. I find the house and I'm greeted with a thin brunette woman. She greets me with a polite smile and retrieves her order. I didn't hear or see anybody else in the house, so I assumed that they were all for her. As I make the drive home, I thought to myself, well, I should have ordered one too. I'm Jimmy Simonis from Sports Avenue. Don't forget, you can listen to all 50 episodes of the Sports Avenue podcast on stylesrebelradio.com. Today, I have a special guest. You played at the University of Texas. Not many people get to say they went to the Super Bowl, a perennial powerhouse Division I football program. So how did you study to become an owner of a basketball team? The Sports Avenue podcast on stylesrebelradio.com. Hey, this is The Pidge. Join me on my new mini-series, The Pigeonhole, on stylesrobotradio.com. And send in your dumb, stupid, or funny tweets to Styles Robo Radio Discord server and see them featured on the next episode. Welcome back to the Rebel Podcast. Honestly, look how rebellious they are. We're going to do incredible things here. We really are. Honestly, listen. Welcome back to the Rebel Radio Show, live, uncut, unfucking censored the way radio should be on. CBW Radio, I'm your host, Radio's Rebel DJ Stalin. Once again, I've said radio so many goddamn times, I'm going to say it one more, because I am your Styles Rebel Radio, the champion, the longest reigning one in history. To my left is Jules. Hi. Did I win this belt off you? No, I've never been in. Ah, can't relate, I have. I've never been a contender. Where else you have been? Because I beat you in Fusion Frenzy. Oh, you're right. And I'll take on anyone, anywhere, because I am the champion of the decade. Uh, Rip Momney, also joining us. Hope you're enjoying the show, Mitt. What's up, gangsters? It's the M.I. Double Tizzle. This is an unusual interview. <laughs> All right, let's do it again. As George Costanza would say, when they're applauding, stop. All right, good talking <laughs> with you. Uh, we talked about 6,000 feet in the air for this unnamed... Jetpack man, let's talk about my 600 pound life. That's how you do a fucking segue, folks. Uh, so here's my issue with this, and this is why we're talking about it. There is no prevalent news for this. This is purely something that bothers me, and it's bothered me to the point today where I we need to fucking discuss this because you prep for the show, right? And we go through the local news and we try and find things to talk about. And I opened my news last night to check some last minute shit. And three different stories about somebody from my 600-pound life being hospitalized popped up. Yeah! Look at the title of the fucking show! It's not healthy! Why is this a surprise? Why is it news? 
Why are they famous? They're just fat people. Well, I'm not sorry. You're morbidly obese, and it's a lifestyle choice at that point. Aren't they, like, in my 600-pound life, are they trying to get skinny? I'm pretty sure that's the biggest loser. I've, I can't tell you that I've watched my 600-pound life in full. I've seen clips where it's like, I, I haven't been out of bed in three months. I'm like, why? Does that not bother you? And a lot of these people are okay with it. A lot of those people, like, ate themselves to the point where it was like they cannot move or else they will break their legs under their yeah, yeah. body weight. It's quite terrifying. It's insane. And, like, a lot of these people have, like, skinny wives and, like, like actual, like, working children. And it's like, how? I just want to know how you got to that point in your life. I just want to know how we got to the point where that's TV. I want to know how these people literally, like, their caregivers will continue to bring them food. Yeah. Like, and they will bring them, like, whatever they ask for, not, like, anything healthy. So, yeah, but, like, to the point where the fucking show takes place, I don't know. They could be trying to fucking, that's probably the point of the show, right? I'd, I'd like to think the point of the show is, hey, this is unhealthy. You need to change something. I think it is, because I've seen, like, portions of it where, like, they have little, the little, like, uh, talking to, like, one person. I don't remember what that's called. Like, but, like, the fact that we've made, I don't know how many goddamn seasons the show is going on. I don't even know if it's still going. But the fact that, like, we've essentially just made these people TV stars. It has nine seasons. And they're paying them to do this. Like, they're not just showing up with a camera. These people are getting paid to be on this. So, if they're getting paid to do it, then... What are they going to spend the money on because they can't leave their bed? To my point of seeing all these different <laughs> fucking news stories and the, the, like, oh, someone's hospitalized. I looked it up today when we got to the studio and couldn't find the story that I saw yesterday. But I found tons, tons of articles a week ago, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, a month ago, a week ago, two weeks ago, of all these different people. Where are they now? Why are they hospitalized? This person's dead. <laughs> so clearly, if if the show is made to help people, it's not working anyway. And this is just scratching the surface of a larger issue I have. What the fuck has TV come to? There was, I don't even know if it's still a thing, but at least there was a hefty portion of my life where TV shows were just fucking weird. Yeah. Like extreme hoarders and breaking Amish. And I'm like, what? Wh- Who's pitching these concepts? Or the, the I didn't know I was pregnant TV show? We've run out of so many things. Like, we can't just tell a story anymore. It's like, let's find the absolute weirdest fucking people and just make a show out of them. My Strange Addiction. Uh, untold Stories of the ER. How, how are these things? How are these things? And there's people who will watch every episode. How? I will watch. Also, how are all these people alive? Listen. I definitely remember one where someone was drinking gasoline and that was their addiction. Yeah. I would watch every episode of My Strange Addiction if I could find it somewhere. I'm pretty sure you can. Well, I'm going to look it up later because I love My Strange Addiction. I don't know. I, I looked up some I, of these shows and they're just, even the fucking titles. I've never heard of some of these fucking shows. And I, I don't know why they exist. Also, when I, when I type in, um, it's, it's the If You Like My Strange Addiction section. I don't know why fucking uh, Hotel Hell comes up on this. Because of all of these, that is the most normal show. That's like fucking Andy Griffith compared to these. My Thousand Pound Sister. What? I think that's the one that died. That's that's probably it. Yeah. I I I believe that's the one that died. You are bigger than Yokozuna. That's not okay. 
That's why aren't we helping these people instead of just making a fucking show about them? My crazy obsession. That's just a knockoff of my strange addiction. I can confirm. Thousand Ways to Die was fucking weird. Yeah. Why did that? And we all just watched it. We all just fucking like. No one ever sought out a Thousand Ways to Die. Yeah. No one's like, hey, is this on? Where can I find this? It's like, oh shit, a Thousand Ways to Die is on. That's weird. Oh, someone <laughs> fucking died from inhaling porta potty fumes. Now I never want to go in one of those. Cool. What's the next one? What was this show? What the fuck was this show? Just showing you ways that you can die that basically you do every day. However, I would fucking love to be one of the cast on the, one of the generic actors they get to play someone who died. Because they're all supposed to be real stories, right? Yeah. That was a weird fucking show. Breaking Amish, Los Angeles edition. Um, why? Why? I don't know, because people like to see it when people leave the Amish like community. You've, I guarantee if you've seen like three of these, that's all of them. Well, they have like one of their first seasons they've they've followed the people from like then to now and they've like it's basically i don't know you remember the first 16 and pregnant and no because i didn't watch any of this bullshit okay whatever i don't think we should be making shows about obsessive compulsive cleaners that's that is oddly specific You can't, you can't sit here and cl- justify any of these shows. Escaping polygamy. That's just something you do at one point if you're unhappy. You don't need a show about no, it. that show, I've actually seen that show, and it was uh, these three girls escaped polygamy, and then they start, they help other girls do it. Be- Why? Because in polygamy, you get raped and, like, sold to your uncle or whatever. So it's like, you have to, like, Way literally to take escape. the most extreme case. <laughs> my big fat fabulous life no i hate D- her don't glorify this <laughs> whoever produces this you i have an issue with you extreme cheapskates one of the grossest shows i've ever seen yeah i've seen an episode of this and they're like save their tissues and listen by all means be frugal i am not one to advocate going out and just throwing your fucking money away but toilet paper is okay to flush <laughs> You don't have to fucking they, share tissues with your family. They have um the reusable toilet paper now. God, the family, the, the family cloth, roll. Yeah. yeah, Evan talked about that in his last pigeonhole. It's disgusting. Terrible, terrible. What the hell is this? My teenage wedding. Why is that a show? Why is that a show? Because people like watching disasters happen. Hoarding, buried alive. Yeah, I remember that. So one. not even like hoarders. This is. There are so many also like spin-offs of this. Yeah. I remember board uh I remember that one because it was like more than just hoarding little stuff. I, I the only rationalization I can make with any of these is people want to feel better about themselves so they watch these. Oh yeah. It's like, okay, you know what? At least I don't fucking have piles of magazines up to my knees in my living room. At least there's that. My <laughs> family but why are there so many shows about fat people? family by the ton why is this why is this why why is that a fad there i've said why so many goddamn more than i've said in my life during these like past 15 minutes it's because people really like to watch fat people why make themselves feel better or like literally ask that question why the entire time that they're watching it. i want anybody from any of these shows on our show well, we can't do that. Does that make me part of the problem? We have to reinforce the chairs. I I legitimately knew somebody who had a chair set aside specifically for someone they knew that was fat. 
Like that is their chair where they sit in when they come over because we don't want them to break our shit. Yeah, was that me when uh, one no. of our friends broke my chair and then no, I gave but that's a steel also a good one? point. <laughs> what the hell is skin tight? That just looks nasty. That is the people that were six thousand six hundred pounds that lost their weight that have gotten plastic surgery to like. Is it actually the same people though? It's some of them. Yeah. That's weird. That's weird. Weird. Yeah. My feet are killing me. That's literally just a foot fetish show, and it's new, twenty twenty. It's about doctors. They're still making these. It's, it's about doctors. Who's watching this for medical purposes? I don't know. Tell me that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Doctor <laughs> Phil. Yeah, you belong on this list too, pal. Celebrity rehab. I at least understand the appeal of that one. With Doctor Drew. Who the hell's Doctor Drew? He, he's friends with Doctor Phil. Don't worry about it. Same thing, right? Extreme couponing. Don't I promote this. I love extreme coupons. Why? I don't know, but there's a there's a TikTok page like completely towards extreme couponing, and I love watching them like give all the coupons and then the price turn it into like them giving you money. I mean, good on you, I guess. But like, how do you watch that? I could not dedicate because what are these like twenty two minutes in that typical yeah. airtime? I couldn't dedicate twenty two minutes of my life to watching someone to cut coupons and use them. I, I couldn't do it. I can't stand... I'm at the point in my life where I can't stand people paying in cash at a store because I have to wait for them to get their change. I can't do that anymore. I can't sit down for 20 minutes and go, oh, man, yeah, half off a Whopper. Better save that one. <laughs> oh, no. That's good. I love watching... Two for three lettuce? Yeah. I love watching go, girl. extreme couponing because, like, they literally have everything they could possibly need on, like, actual store shelves in their basement. And then they go out and buy, like, eight, like, deodorants because they have a coupon. And I think it's, like, really weird to rationalize buying that many things just because you have a coupon and you get, like, all the money off. But anytime I've ever seen anyone do that in real life, they are the people that try and sell all that stuff at garage sales. Yeah. And also, like, if you're going to garage sales and buying sticks of deodorant, dude, they sell those at Dollar Tree. Yeah. So, like, why? Sean B. on the stream, I wish I was high right now. It would make a lot more sense, all these shows, man. Uh, Oh, if if Breaking Amish wasn't enough, there's Return to the Amish. Also, having a show about returning to the Amish kind of breaks the fucking point of Amish, doesn't it? No. Having Um, a camera crew come to Amish country. It's, uh, that show is actually about them, uh, after, cause you can't return once you've been baptized, but if you had never been baptized and you left, you can return and be baptized. But, um, you're allowed to have cameras around the Amish. They don't care. It's just, um, just blur out their faces. Whoever doesn't want to be seen, you know, it's that type of thing. No. no okay. Nope. Nope. Any, any show involving a nanny? Stupid. I don't want to hear, I don't, I don't want to gear your dumb kid problems oh. on TV. One of the weirdest shows I ever watched was Wife Swap. Did you ever watch yeah, Wife Swap? Yeah, yeah, they had Celebrity Wife Swap, too. Weird fucking show. <laughs> that show's all about cucking. <laughs> I think there's probably, like, that. you know there's some cucking going on when the cameras are off. <laughs> that's, that's like, in hindsight, 2020, that show's about cucking. 100%. What else? Who else would have pitched that show? The worst part is, like, when they swapped, you always, like, you got how she run, ran yeah. her house and how she ran her house, and it was, like, complete opposite. Martha is a hardcore atheist who doesn't even believe in saying bless you when someone sneezes. <laughs> Betty is, is a church minister for the, the children. <laughs> Why? Just fucking... It's not... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love also, that's not something that ever happens in real life. Like, 
yeah, people know fat people. Amish people leave the, the colony. Nobody just swaps wives unless you're a goddamn swinger. <laughs> I loved wife swap, not gonna lie, though. I'm one of the people that, like, made this a problem. King of the Nerds is the next is the last one on the list. I never watched it, but I don't even know what that competition is. Competition to see how fucking nerdy you are. Okay. At least that makes sense. Um, real quick, I know it's not up here, but it's something that it was a deep it was deep back there. I didn't think I'd ever fucking remember when they had the fucking love contest shows, and I'm not talking about like The Bachelor or things like that or Love Island. I'm talking about like Brett Michaels Rock of Love. No. Where it's fucking Brett Michaels from Poison be like, Yeah, I'm gonna bang one of these chicks. Getting bikinis. What was that? <laughs> what are any? You're telling me Brett Michaels can't just go out and get any woman he wants? Does that say seeking? Brett Michaels sister could wife? get me. What? That's a seeking sister wife. Where? Down there, down t- next to my big fat fabulous life. Oh, they all look the same. What the hell? Oh no. <laughs> They're what looking the for. <laughs> Oh, what the hell? I don't want to know what the mother-daughter experience is. Experiment is. I really <laughs> <laughs> love after lockup. Oh my god! See, look. Okay, th- all of that these, okay. all of these make Beyond Scared Straight look like like Andy Griffith. That that's that's what's recommended with these. And I'm like, okay, yeah. At least this has a positive message in it. <laughs> I want to watch Love After Lockup. I don't. I don't. I. Oh, there's so many things I'd rather watch, like paint dry or grass grow. Um, <laughs> wow, these are... I remember, dude, Flava Flav had one of those fucking shows too, by the way. It wasn't just Brett Michaels. I'm not going to really? put it... Yeah, Flava Flav was like... I remember one time turning on... Because it was on like Cinemax or some sort of course at like 10 o'clock at night. And I remember like when he first got uh, DirecTV or whatever the fuck it was, being in my room at night. Flipping through the channels and I saw Flavor Flav's Love Quest or whatever the fuck it was called. And the contest was legitimately these women in bikinis have to melt a block of ice with their ass and retrieve the heart inside. Oh no. How was that a show, man? I'd watch it. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> it's funny. Teen Mom, get rid of that. That's dumb too. Um anything. Any show. That is putting children in... That's, that's not children. In uh, No, it was up here. That is putting <laughs> children in pageants. Yeah, no, that should never have existed, and someone's sick for fucking doing that. Doubling down with the... What? I don't know. I don't know what any of these are. Gypsy Sisters. Yeah, sounds great. Sounds like a hit. Oh! Ghost shows. Yeah. I don't remember what it was, but it was like my big... Uh, Gypsy Wedding or something? My Big Fat Greek Wedding was a movie. No, it was Gypsy Wedding. Here's the newest trend, 90 Day Fiance, because they're still putting these out. And I always see shit about this, too. I don't understand that garbage. Cringe. It's literally people seeking green cards. (laughs) Is it not? (laughs) I never thought of it like that. Holy shit. Because it's always somebody who's foreign, and they come to the United States. Is it? But, uh, there was one. Is it really? Yeah, and there was one season though where it was like people from the United States going there, but they all came back to the United States. So that, that every act- that single one makes of these it pretty people funny. are seeking green cards. That actually makes it pretty funny. That's the only way I've ever seen it. <laughs> they have another teen mom, young and pregnant. So not only have we now had teen mom. 
but we've merged the fucking like sixteen and pregnant and the the They're teenage the wedding people. together. Of course they are. Of course they They've are. They followed them. What was the, the show years. about the people who had fucking seventeen kids or whatever? Oh, uh, they were the Duggars. I don't remember. The they, Duggars. They had one of them, the Counting On. That was uh. Oh, I am Jazz. I always heard about that, and that was about that transgender kid. What? Yeah, the I am Jazz. <laughs> it was about a transgender kid, like young kid. I just, I, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't it. understand why people like to watch this stuff, but like, also, I will watch it. It's if not anyone, so much if that first I like all, it. <laughs> let me make something very clear, because we're gonna get into this in the in the next hour too. I think we're opening with the next hour. Um, nobody who watches any of these shows that we have talked about, uh, Hell's Kitchen and what the fuck, Scared Straight, Beyond Scared Straight, excluded from that. Also, Catfish is on here. That's also a weird show, but it's excluded. It, 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 it's it kind makes of the pass, yeah. Because at least, again, at least there's a good purpose to it. Um, excluding those three shows. What about nobody who watches any of these shows? Are allowed to say anything about me watching wrestling. What about 60 Days In? That one should be excluded. What the hell is 60 Days In? Um, Prison? So, no. So you, they take regular people off the street and they dress them up like they give them a personality and whatever for the for jail. And they put them in there for 60 days and they come back and tell like the warden everything that's wrong with their jail and they go in and fix it. So like, I feel like we probably shouldn't be making a show out of that. Yeah. Hey, this is what's wrong with the American jail system. Well, and then they fix it. Do that though. Yeah. But there is there is like a couple of times where the person that goes in actually ends up in jail because of what they did while they were in there. What? Yeah. I feel like that's a fucking catch twenty two. Like, how the hell do you just do that to someone? What do they kill people in there? No, like they do illegal drugs and stuff while they're in there. Oh, you fucking play stupid games, win stupid prizes, right? Put someone in fucking jail for nothing. Fucking find some drugs. <laughs> what are you gonna do? You know. What is murder on Middle Beach? Also, hey, oh, anything that involves the fucking murder porn genre. Why? Why is that a thing? Dude, women love like weird murder stories. Weird. I also, I dude, I never even got the fucking people who watch like the ID shows because they're all the same. Yeah. The ID unsolved mysteries or whatever, they're unsolved. What the fuck? You know how this ends. <laughs> You're not gaining anything from this. Well, you get a You can read the headline to the story and it's the exact same amount of info you have going out of it. It's not like you're going to solve this fucking case because you watched a cold case file. You could. Oh, because so many people like watching cold case files, they make these things now where you like can buy a file and it's like a whole case and you could solve it. But God forbid they, they finish My Name is Earl. Can't do that. Can't do that. That's, oh, hey now. Don't have the budget for that. Well, let's fund 60 more fucking. No one knows what happened on the night of August 16th to Jack. Or do they? End of show. That's it. That's all of them. I've, I've summarized every true crime documentary. All of them. I don't know, man. That's it. Same thing with cop shows. Yeah, I don't like cop shows. NCIS and all the 1800 spinoffs. Yeah. If you're going to do that, just watch Miami Vice, honestly. <laughs> um, I don't know. Bones was pretty good, though. I don't I don't care. I don't care about any of these. I just... I, I hardly watch TV to begin with, but, like, don't people watch sitcoms anymore? Uh, no. 
Everyone, Sitcoms don't really exist anymore. Don't watch. How far is too far? Don't want to know what the hell no, that's about. How far is tattoo far? It's where strangers get tattooed. Well, strangers come in to get tattoos and they put like a weird tattoo on each other. And like some of them is like, hey, I gave you chlamydia. And it's like. Oh really my weird. lord, just watching, <laughs> Masters. We got to take a break. CBW Radio Live, uncut, uncensored. <laughs> StylesRobRadio.com will get you to the Discord server and also get you all the other great shows we produce. You can see all the minicasts on there culturally relevant Reputation vs. Reality, The Pigeonhole, and Sports Avenue with Jimmy Simonis. On the website, you can also go to our merch page, StylesRobRadio.com backslash merch to get all these sweet shirts. You can get this one that I'm wearing right here, the industry standard. You can't get this one, but That's you can me. get it at Walmart. How much do you pay for that shirt? Probably like five bucks at Walmart. Okay, we'll watch it. Oh, I'm sorry. Upwards of $30 at Walmart. Upwards of $30 at Walmart? That's ridiculous. For just 16 bucks, you can get a Styles Rebel Radio t-shirt. Thanks for ruining that spot, Jules. You can check out our blogs at stylesrebelradio.com under the Rebels Blogs page, as well as our podcast. It's this show. It comes out every Wednesday on Spotify, TuneIn, Google, Pandora, wherever you get podcasts from. And of course, we're on Facebook Live as well. All of our social medias are linked to the site, like our Discord server, our Reddit, r slash WSRR, and all the other great platforms you can find us on there, as well as information about everyone who's part of the team. Uh, CBWProductionCompany.com is the other site that you want to go to. That gets you all their great shows like Strictly a Stretch in Time, Mike's and Men, Off the Record, Cito's, Soto's, Cornhole, Corner, and all the great things that CBW produces. You can also get some sweet CBW merch on there, shirts, stickers, whatever it is. You can name it. You can find it on there. Also, very very nicely priced. So go ahead and catch yourself some CBW swag. You can also tune in CBW Radio uh, and see all the great shows like ours every Monday, but you already know that if you're listening. As well as Shaggerday Night every Saturday night, taking all requests all night long, keeping your party going into Sunday morning. Make sure you stay tuned to CBWProductionCompany.com as well as the Facebook page to check out all the upcoming live events and shows and events that are happening near you and where you can listen to those at. BrubSports.com is where you're going to get 15% off your total checkout on some Rays Energy by using promo code CBWSETME. That CBWSETME at checkout, you get 15% off your final purchase of Rays Energy, Broken Arrow samples, pre-workout, sleep powders, all that great stuff. RubSports.com is where you're going to find that. I've been Radio's Rebel DJ style. To my left has been Jules. A big shout out to Omar and Shaggy back in the Marley house for running the board and producing this episode of the Rebel Radio Show. We'll be back same time, same place next week, right here live, uncut and uncensored on CBW Radio. And until next time, I've been Radio's Rebel DJ Style. Peace. Believe it or not, that's only the first half of the show. If you want to catch the full thing, make sure you tune in live, uncut, and uncensored every Monday at 5 p.m. to CBW Radio for the whole Rebel Radio Show. Another hour of the most uncut and uncensored content radio has to offer. You can take us with you where you go with the Live 365 app. Type in those three magic letters, CBW, to listen every week.